Hello, everybody, and welcome to this outstanding episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your focused host, Devo. Steely Determination is working its way through my system after the embarrassment of the tilt. What I... proof was that? <laughs> I am drinking, for everyone's edification, I am drinking the Coke Zero, which of course is the best Coke. And I am ready for tonight's episode. I am ready to do this. Kells, are you ready? I'm always ready, man. <laughs> that sounded so drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like one of my lines. <laughs> when when Neil is out pepping you, that's a problem. Are you ready? Well, we don't know if Neil is um peppy or not. He hadn't really that's spoken. True. Okay. Neil, are you peppy? Not really. I'm a little tired tonight. Oh boy. <laughs> See? I told All you. All right. Well, I'm gonna be in a positive frame of mind and an effervescent mood for our guest questionnaire, Allison. Hi, Allison. Hello. Hey, Allison. Welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Well, that's wonderful. We're very happy to have you, a friend of the show. Uh, what is your trivia love? Where does it come from? Oh, man. Um, it definitely started with being a history major. And then... What? what? Oh, I know. Gosh. Represent... And then, then it, uh, a lot of pub trivia to the point where we formed like a pretty permanent team. And then I went and got super pregnant and we haven't gotten to go for a while, but this is going to fill my need. Super pregnant. Super pregnant. (laughs) Ultra mega pregnant. (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations on being ultra mega pregnant. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're happy to in the whole- doctor. It's a baby ladler. <laughs> baby ladler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't encourage. Don't encourage him with it. Don't. don't. I, I, come on. I need to have this. Give, just give me this one thing. All right. That, that one, and that's the last Thank one. You. That's all. I'm. That's all I'm going for. Uh, rumor has it you uh, work with Andy. Is that correct? I do. In fact, I am his mentor. Ooh, Andy's boss. How's he doing? Oh, not his boss. I'm supposed to be his um, aide and advisor, but he doesn't really need my help much. And I am also half his age, so it's comical. (laughs) Well, (laughs) oh, the jokes write themselves. But Andy, we love you. Everybody out there at Bentonville West, we love you. Go Wolverines. Allison, from your voice, I would have guessed that you were a lot younger than 50. That's what I was thinking. You beat me to it, Neil. Ooh. Ooh. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> well, Allison, we're, we're very happy to have you. Uh, what is the category? What are we going to What are you going to quiz us on tonight? Okay, it's a little bit different than what you guys normally do. And it kind of represents who I am as a human, too, because it's going to get a little all over the place. But the category is actually a song title. Mm. It's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, I love that. Uh, 
Good song. Grunge Kid representing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it. some of the categories are going to relate to the song, and then some some of the categories I've taken some uh, liberties and pulled apart parts of the song to make a category out of them. Interesting. That is mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> I am excited. So whenever you are ready, let's get it on. Okay. So appropriately enough, the first category is actually music. Mm-hmm. So the first question, the, so- the category today is the song title Smells Like Teen Spirit. What album is this song on? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. So, Neil, what did you put down? Never mind. No, Neil, okay. what did you put down? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that was set up perfectly. Thank and you Kels? so much. I, I also went with Nevermind. And Devo? Nevermind. Okay. So, clearly, I started with a softball, and you guys all knocked it out of the park. That's points for everybody. Yay. That's a good start. <laughs> right, the next one is actually a true or false. In 1993, Nirvana won a Grammy for this title song or the theme song for today. I'm locked in. Also locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Devo, what'd you go with? I went with false. I don't think they actually won the Grammy for this. I know they won other awards, MTV and other stuff. I don't think the Grammys were quite there yet. Okay. And Kells? Also went with false. I had no fancy reasoning. I just had, you know, one of two choices. So I I, I went with false. (laughs) And Neil? (laughs) I also said false. Okay. Points all across the board on that one as well. It was not a winner, but it was nominated for two different Grammys, but they lost to Eric Clapton and the Red Hot Chili Peppers that year. What were the categories they were nominated in? Oh, now you're going outside the realms of my research. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Well, the Eric Clapton song was the one, was that the Tears in Heaven year? Was that 93? I think it was okay. That I actually remember. I think it was the Layla acoustic version. Is what oh, they the lost to. One? Yeah, with the creepy guy. Uh-huh. Do you remember the creepy guy in that uh, in that MTV unplugged performance? I, I think mean, I do. Clapton. Yeah, the uh, the per- <laughs> yeah. the percussionist. He was bald and wore a black suit, and he played all of these different percussion instruments, and he played them all really weird. Like he I took feel his like hand. I would vividly remember that, but oh well, maybe I'm hallucinating. But I'm going to continue with this. The he would like <laughs> get the tambourine, and instead of hitting it with his flat of his hand, he'd like make his hands into a spider shape, and like hit it like that, and he really intense, and it was creepy, creepy, creepy. They did a bit of uh, in Wayne's World about it. Did, did I really? live my own alternate reality in 1993? I, I really think you did. Like, Biff must have took what? the time machine back and uh. changed your 93. Cause... <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Neil, back me up. Come on. 
Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing Unplugged. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I did. I did go see. Okay. I did go see Elton John one time, and it was just it was him and a piano on stage, and then there was this this crazy bald percussionist, like a tall, skinny, bald guy, and he he ran all around the stage. He had gongs and timpanis and a kit and and uh, bells and all kinds of stuff. It was really kind of cool to watch him because Elton was just sitting there playing. And singing. What if it was the same? Uh, guy? That's what I was wondering. If it, maybe it, it probably was, was the same guy. <laughs> it probably is the crazy percussion. Because that that would have been in like I took my sister to that concert. It would have been like ninety three or four. The year we're talking exactly. about. See, so maybe he just hopped from Elton John to to Eric Clapton and back. And that unplugged stage was too small for him to run around like a crazy person, so he just started lurking like a gargoyle. <laughs> I challenge everybody out there listening to look up this guy. I think you're the only one that saw him, man. Well, is this like this is where Slender Man comes from? Mark my words from, from the you. Eric Clapton, <laughs> the Eric Clapton unplugged performance in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number three for music. Name at least two other bands. Other than Nirvana, that Dave Grohl has played with. I'm really outside of my realm on this, probably with this whole uh, show today. But just want to let everybody know that I'm going to give it my all. That's all we expect. Yeah, I've, I've heard the name Dave Grohl before, but it was only with Nirvana. Well, give yeah, give it a shot. I mean, you made me listen to Parliament Funkadelic in its entirety. So, yeah, like I made you trade. listen to the whole catalog. It's one album, like eight songs. You're Between okay. Parliament and Funkadelic, Delic, there's got to be like 40 albums. Yeah, he listened to one. That was a you, long weekend. You made me listen to how much K pop? Oh I'm not even, you know, we oh have my. a brand new guest here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm locked in. K-pop is amazing, but (laughs) I'm I'm locked in as well. It was a lot of K-pop, Kels. I'm sorry. It was a bit. I still love you, though. I'm I'm locked in. Allison, how do you feel about K-pop? My students really enjoy it. See, it means I'm young at heart. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say they have an underdeveloped frontal lobe, but you know that. <laughs> Yo! Ooh. This, this is going to be a great one. <laughs> so, this is where we're going to go with this. All right. <laughs> well, then let's, let's start with Neil. Neil, what'd you come up uh, with? He was in and still is in, I believe, the Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age, I think. Okay, and then uh, Devo? I also have Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age. And Kels, I'm excited to hear what you came up with. Okay, well, um, I got neither of those. I wrote down Smashing Pumpkins and Death Cab for Cutie. I think that's a thing. (laughs) That that is certainly a thing. (laughs) And it's even a band. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well... Davo and Neil, you guys got points. And uh, Kels, I'm sorry, neither of those were on the list. Well, it's it's not your fault. 
it's, I blame I, I blame the system. That's <laughs> cool. There there was a few more other than those two. Um, we have Queens of the Stone Age, Foo Fighters. Oh yeah. Um, Killing Joke, Tenacious D, which was yes, Killing Joke is a band. That's a great um, song. Uh, Tenacious D. I was really excited about that one. I am too. Um, mm-hmm. And then them crooked vultures, and the last one, Probot. So he's Probot. He gets around in the music community. He does. He's a uh, well. He's the man, is who he is. I'm gonna mm-hmm. look up Killing Joke because I love that comic book, and if it's anything like the comic book, that'll be enjoyable. Okay. So, can you guys tell me, uh, we established that the album was Nevermind. Can you guys tell me what was on the cover of the album Nevermind? Uh, how, how specific do we need to be? I'm looking for like three main things about it. Kind of like the background and the two objects. Okay, I'm locked in. That might be too big of a hint. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Okay, let's start with Neil. There is a baby in a swimming pool uh, reaching for a dollar bill. Okay. And the word probably Nirvana and never mind, but I don't think you're counting those. <laughs> okay, and Devo? Uh, there's a naked baby swimming in a pool following a dollar bill that's on a hook. Okay. I believe. And Kels? Uh, and unsupervised child with no clothes on chasing money in water you make it sound so sinister <laughs> well it's called never mind so i think the parents don't care anymore <laughs> well you all got the points but i think kels is, was my favorite answer i agree kels that was a very good answer <laughs> mm-hmm. okay do we uh after the first round do we need to check points do. Kells has 30 and Neil and Deva both have 40. Okay. Hopefully I can stump Neil or Devo at some point tonight. We'll It'll see. Happen. Almost good. Yeah, with Devo, yes. But <laughs> Neil, we're not so sure anymore. <laughs> Come on now. Mm. Look, Just I'm working that. on my developing my frontal lobe tonight. Come on. <laughs> I'm doing those, def- those frontal lobe crunches even as we speak. I'm going to get swole. all right the next category guys this is where i start to take a a few liberties with the the title of the song but it's actually smells is the category oh cool okay okay all right question one for smells your sense of taste is directly tied to your sense of smell the sense of taste scientific name is your gustatory sense. What is the scientific name for your sense of smell? Locked in. Locked in. I think Neil had a pre-made stamp for that answer. Just like, here we go. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say it without writing it. but I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. Okay, Neil, you were rather fast on that one. (laughs) What did you put down? Olfactory. Okay, and Kels? Olfactory. 
And Devo. It's not a new factory. It's an old factory. It's an old, old smelly factory. Yes. Old factory. Okay. <laughs> Points all around on that one. Here, this next one, I'm hoping maybe I can get somebody. So question two for smells. How often are your smell cells renewed? Hmm. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. So I think, Kells, you reluctantly locked in first. Yes, I did. What did you come <laughs> um, up with? I wrote down every two hours. Okay. And Davo? Well, I was thinking that these are in your, your smell cells will be in your nose. It's your mucous membrane area. There's a lot of activity, a lot of stuff happening. But I didn't, I thought it had at least a little bit more protection because it's up in there, so up in the nose, not like your tongue is getting all used and stuff. Anyway, I said Dave. <laughs> okay. And Neil? So, when I when there's a question, I, I have no idea what the answer is. I try to I try to do some metagaming, but I'm at a distinct disadvantage because I met Allison about 15 minutes ago, and so I don't really know how she would uh, how she would pose a question like this. So I just said never. Okay. Thinking that it's a trick question. Man, like Neil, it. if you get this right, I, I might drive to your house and punch you in the face. <laughs> You better pick Actually, me up. <laughs> Nobody got that one right. It okay. was, I would have taken a couple different ways to say this, but it's every 28 to 30 days or monthly. Huh. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Question three. There are five classifications of taste. Sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and this darn last word that I'm going to struggle to say, umami. Mm, Name. Savory. Name two of the seven classifications of smell. I'm assuming you don't want us to shotgun out a bunch of adjectives hoping we get something, right? I, I can handle it if that's the way you want to go. <laughs> Is this oh. the way I was going to play it? <laughs> All right. Well, adjective ahoy. You know, I'm going to lock in with three because I don't want to be here all all day long. And <laughs> there are so have... many adjectives you can come up with. She's only asking for two, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was shotgunning adjectives like she said she could deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in too. Neil, are you locked in? I am now, yes. Okay. <laughs> no All right, Dave, what, what are your three? Uh, well, I was thinking about what would be important as we evolve as to what we need to smell to survive. And one of the things I think we need to know the difference in is rot. You know, things that are rotten or, I don't know, what dead account for that. So I was thinking that kind of smell, that putrescence kind of smell. Um, I know we... Hey. That's all those frontal lobe crunches. <laughs> um, I was also thinking you can smell sweet. You can smell sweet things and you can smell spiced things, not necessarily spiced as in hot, but, you know, cardamom and cinnamon and nutmeg and such. 
So I, I wrote down rot, sweet, and spicy are the three that I wrote down. I will commit to rot and spicy. Okay. And that's, Kels. That, that should be a punk band, by the way. Rot and spicy. <laughs> it probably already is. Yeah. But, uh, I went with uh, funky. And if that wasn't acceptable, I, I, put in per- I put in parentheses foul. Are you- You're I all about the did. funk all the time. My God. Well, I can't help it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went with sweet was my other one. Okay, and Neil. Well, it's funny. We all pick sweet. And I was trying to think of other distinct smells, which is hard for me because my wife says I have a very bad sense of smell. Um, I think she's just overly sensitive, but that's another issue that we don't need to air out here on a podcast. Uh, so my other one. Aren't you? Welcome to Couples Talk <laughs> on the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I I'm Dr. Up- Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up going with sweet and flowery because mine mm. smell okay. all nice and flowery. So I'm pretty sure that either on one or the other, everybody missed that point. But you can argue after I tell you what these seven categories are. Okay. So we've got musky. Oh, that's funky. Oh, it's no. funky. <laughs> No, no. Oh, we're coming no. back to this one. No, okay. Musky. You ever been in a locker room? <laughs> okay, I'm must. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> then I think Davo and Kells both got some form of putrid is the next category. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that. The third one, I kind of feel like it's like too vague of an adjective, but it's pungent is the third. I was oh, like sex pungent. panther. <laughs> sex panther. Stings the nostrils. Stings the nostrils. Thank you. That smells Thank like you. pure gasoline. Pure gasoline. <laughs> the next one is camphoraceous, which says oh, yeah. could only be explained as like mothballs. Like, like a Vicks mothball of vapor rub. Uh, so yeah, exactly. I, I'm <laughs> Is that what we would call it? No. That's, that's what immediately like. came to mind for me. Like that's that kind of opens your your sinuses up. Smell that kind of sharp opens your. At least I could be wrong, and I sprained my frontal lobe with uh, putrescence <laughs> earlier. I told you you pull something. I think mothballs are made camphor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next we have. So am I on this? I'm on the fifth. Is that right? I believe. Yeah. Ethereal, and then floral, which Neil got. Definitely. And the last is minty. Specifically minty. Minty. Yes. So I don't know if we're if we're counting sweet here. Nothing's bespoke of specific sweetness. Nah. We might yeah. okay. Do you uh, how how strongly do you feel that funky is not musky, Neil? Since you got them both right, you have skin in the game. Well, well when I when I think musky, I think um, like perfume is made from musk. So 
Like I, I think like animal. Yeah, that's what perfume. Like is animal made from. scent. Yeah. So I think that's different than than because he said he said uh, funky and I then he foul. said foul I and I don't think musk is a foul odor. Some people like it. That's my opinion. So we're going. That's fair. I mean, I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't get it right. I didn't get two anyway. So. Well, that would have. No oh, you got. Yeah. Yeah, I think Neil's the only one who got that. Allison, what do you think? Oh, so he got both. I don't. No, what, what I think Neil? Neil said sweet too. So I don't know oh, if Neil you, got that one either. You said sweet and flowery. Yeah. Right, Neil. Yes. So I don't think anybody got it. No points on that one. Yeah, I think we all just missed it by one. Yeah. Number four for smells. What is the scientific name for someone without the sense of smell? Locked in. Wow. Apparently it's Neil. That's really intimidating. <laughs> That's why I do that. Jeez. To intimidate. I, I know. I a, know. It's, it's, it's a you're just the big dog barking. Just, <laughs> 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 Um, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Neil, you locked in rather fast. So what did you come up with? This is just one of those words that I heard a long, long, long time ago and thought it was kind of a cool word. And it is anosmia. Okay, and Kells? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went with nonositis. <laughs> <laughs> Also known as the Krillin disease, for any DBZ fans out there. Uh, yeah, all three of them that listen to the show, <laughs> <laughs> including you. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that, that's what I got. And Davo. Well, I went. I like I, instead of nonositis, I went with the Latin term disulfactorum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as wonderful as your answers were, Dave and Kels, but um, Neil got that one. It is, in fact, anosmia. Uh, I think I think we're ready for a new category. I like that category. That was that was a good one. It was it was interesting. It was very educational. And um, this next one is gonna let's uh, do uno momento por favor. Let's do a quick. Score. Oh, I'm sorry. We need points. Yes. We need points, don't we? I forgot. That's okay. Uh, Kells has 40, Devo 50, and Neil 60. Anybody's game. Okay. Our third third category is a play on the name of the band who wrote Smells Like Teen Spirit. Teen, teen Spirit. Is Our category is Buddhism. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, I could suffer. <laughs> That's one of my top five favorite world religions. The survey says. <laughs> Show me Buddhism. Okay, we'll start. We'll start off easy. I hope. Where did Buddhism originate? The country is what we're looking for here. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Oh. Mm. Oh. What, was that a premature lock-in? 
Nah, it wasn't premature. It was just I didn't feel good about it. Uh, ill-timed. I understand. David, what did you come up with? Uh, I wrote down India. And Kells? I wrote down the wrong answer. I went with Japan. Neil, what'd you come up with? I said India. Okay. I'm sorry, Kells, but Davo and Neil got that one correct. It was India. Mm. Second question. What is Buddha's, or the original Buddha, what is his real name? Oh, man. Fuck them. Oh, you. Um. Mm. Okay. This is wrong. This is wrong, but I'm going to write it down and say locked in. Yeah, I might as well lock. Uh, I'm locked in. <laughs> We're grumble grass around. Right. <laughs> All right, Neil, what'd you lock in with? I locked in with Siddhartha. Okay. And Devo? Siddhartha? And Kells? Uh, Siddhartha. I don't feel as bad anymore since Neil said it first. That is points all around. His name was Siddhartha Gautama. Yes, nice job. <laughs> I have a little trivia nugget for you guys. Hooray, we love those. So in Sri Lanka, there's actually a temple that is fully dedicated to the alleged relic or tooth of buddha just the tooth just the tooth tooth. how big is this temple oh that's a great question great google question (laughs) (laughs) all right question three what language does the term for buddhist enlightenment or nirvana come from oh lock in I'm locked in as well. Yeah, locked in. All right, Neil, what'd you lock in with? I would guess that it is Sanskrit. And Devo? I also went with Sanskrit. And Kels? Sanskrit. Again, points all around. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, it's something magical when you got the same answer as Neil. <laughs> it, does, it does feel pretty good. It's safe. <laughs> it's like a warm blanket and a mug of tomato yeah. soup. It's just like, uh. <laughs> All right, question four. You have to be within two percentage points on this one. Okay, so what percentage of the world's population is Buddhist? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I'm locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. All right. I'm excited to hear how you guys got to your numbers, but let's start with Devo. Well, as we know, our, our, our faithful listeners know I'm all about the math. So I went with the fact that, that Buddhism is a very popular and prevalent religion in India, which has a very large population as compared to the rest of the world, and I imagine there are Buddhists in other countries, which in fact there are, 
So I and I had a two percent wiggle room, either way. So given the fact that India is so large, I went with nineteen percent. Okay, and then Neil. So I kind of was trying to go the same route as Devo, but I ended up in a different place because I believe the majority of Indians are Hindu, not Buddhist. And I know that uh, probably Christianity and Islam and Hinduism are all more popular than Hinduism, or I mean, than Buddhism. So I ended up with 8%. And Kels? I was thinking more along the lines of Devo, and I went with 20%, because I know a lot of people live in like that that small well it's relatively small area around india but yeah i didn't factor in hindu um i agree so. i'm right there with you kells i apologize to the third largest religion in the world because <laughs> <laughs> i apparently forgot you existed <laughs> i didn't forget they existed i just didn't know which one was you know more prevalent Ugh. but uh, okay that's that's fair <laughs> well Neil actually got that one. It was 7%, so he was only off by one. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I, I, I love it when people who usually struggle get questions correct. He's <laughs> a, a real <laughs> underdog. Yeah, mm. that poor guy. <laughs> All right. So what's our what are our scores after that round? At halftime, Kells has 60, Devo 80, and Neil 100. It's anybody's game. Anybody's game. Okay. All right. Category four is teens. In fact, famous or infamous teens. Mm. So question one. This infamous teen of the late 19th century frontier died at the age of 21, but not before murdering nine people in his teens. Locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Neil, what'd you come up with? I came up with Billy the Teen, Billy the Kid, (laughs) (laughs) William Bobby the Teenager, Ed Kells. I went with William H. Bonnie, aka Billy the Kid, and Davo. Billy the Kid. All right, that's a clean sweep again. Billy the Kid is, in fact, the answer. Number two for the teens category. This teen, at the age of 15, became the youngest chess player to be named Grandmaster. I feel like this is a a, a trick, but I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in, too. I'm locked in. Okay, Kells, I think you locked in first. I went with Bobby Fisher. Okay, and Devo? I can think of two chess grandmasters, well, three, by, well, more than that. Uh, Bobby Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear these other ones when we get the answer for it. <laughs> Neil? I also said Bobby Fisher. Okay, we are 
everybody got that one again. But uh, yes, I need to hear, Devo, what other grandmasters do you know? <laughs> well, there's Gary Kasparov. He oh. he uh, lost to Watson, the IBM supercomputer. Was the and was Watson your other one? No, uh, my other one was a 22 year old uh, grandmaster named Magnus Carlson. And the other reason I know that is because I just saw it on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't there uh, Boris Spassky too? Spassky, yes, yeah. he was the only other because I couldn't think of Kasparov. Yeah, that's pretty much the extent of my chess knowledge. Yeah, I got that from an episode of Saved by the Bell. Wow. <laughs> All right, question three. This young author wrote. Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus at age 18, although it was not published until she was 21. Locked in. Locked in. Dang it. <laughs> Locked in. Neil. Mary Shelley. Devo. Mary Shelley. Ed Kells. Mary Shelley. Man, you guys know your teams. Oh, we have our fingers on the pulse of the youth <laughs> by doing a trivia podcast show. <laughs> All right, question four. A teenager invented this tool or aid for the visually impaired. For two bonus points, what was his name? So what was the tool or aid? And then what was the name of the person who invented it for two bonus points? I'm locked in. Hmm. I don't know about you, Neil, but I feel this is a little, this question might be a little tricks. I think it, I think it might be. Okay. I'm locked in. Locked in. Okay. Neil, what'd you come up with? The only tool I could think of was, um, the system of writing called Braille, um, who I imagine, which I imagine was created by Mr. Braille. <laughs> did you did you get a first name on that one, uh, or a guess? At one? I will guess Davo Braille. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> I think I actually know the first name. Are you kidding? I took French for years, dude. Oh, we got to go to Kells then. What'd you come up with? <laughs> I went with the uh, array system of dots to help those who can't see read, as which is, you know, the Braille. And I think it's Louis. And Davo. I wrote down Braille because I, I almost talked myself right out of it because I was thinking it couldn't be a cane because that's just lame. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. That's, that's where I went first. <laughs> <laughs> and I did have a first name. I didn't have Louis. I just went with good old American. Well, not American. John. Okay. So everybody got the the original clue. So that was Braille. But Kells is absolutely correct. It is Louis Braille. Yay. Is his Let's... name pronounced Braille in the French? Oh, 
Kells, that's, that's up to the, you. That's the only that's the only way I ever heard it pronounced. But we didn't cover Braille much in uh, French class. <laughs> right. I just would want. I had, <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah, because every Braille word has like eighteen extra dots they don't need in French. Um, I was don't thinking. Oh come on. I didn't do well in French. Leave me alone. Uh, All right, Neil, what are the scores after that round? The scores are Kells with 90, Deva with 110, and Neil with 130. Anybody's game. It is anybody's game. All right, our next category is spirits. Question one. This term is actually German for a noisy ghost. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Neil, what'd you come up with? Based on my vast experience with Harry Potter and his universe, I believe it is a poltergeist. And Davo. Poltergeist. And Kells. Thanks to my knowledge of Craig T. Nelson, I also came to Poltergeist. And you guys are absolutely right. It is Poltergeist. Yeah, I got a Poltergeist trivia nugget. Oh, please share. Have we all seen Poltergeist, the movie? Yes, Mm -hmm. several times. Have you seen seen Poltergeist, Allison? I have not. Oh. Well, there is a scene in the movie where a lot of rain is happening and skeletons bubble up out of the ground. Okay? Well, apparently, these skeletons were real skeletons. And they did not tell the actress that these were not props. They were actual skeletons, actual bones from actual people. They didn't tell her until after she was done with the scene. Oh, that's terrifying. It was awful. Why did they use real bones? Because they looked better, probably. Heck, they may be cheaper. I wonder if those former beings consented to that. (laughs) Another fun fact about (laughs) consenting beings. Oh, God. There are people who write in their will that they want to be Horatio when they die. What? The skull... Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him, Horatio. Oh, wow. From Hamlet. There are people who put in their will that they want their skull to become Horatio. Man. Or Yorick. I think it's Yorick. Is the skull Yorick? It's either Yorick or Horatio. The skull is Yorick. He says... The skull is Yorick. Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him, Horatio, is is there with him. Anyway, I I was right, but I had the, the characters mixed up. So you can, if you die there, Kells, in your will, you can put in there that you want your skull to be used on stage. I'd like for my skull to be like the back of the Funkadelic album, the Maggot Brain album, nice. where it's it just be. the skull in the desert instead Look, of like just the leave person. your leave your wishes. We will we will follow them to the letter. <laughs> okay. I'm done with consenting dead beings. <laughs> All right, question two. The White House is notorious for being haunted. 
The Rose Room is believed to be the most haunted spot in the White House. It contains the bed of this former president, and it is where his spirit is often seen reportedly turning in for bed at night. Which president is this? I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. I'm locked in. Okay, Kells, what'd you come up with? I wasn't really sure, but I went with the 16th president, uh, Mr. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, and Davo? I went with Lincoln as well. I seem to recall reading something about Lincoln haunting the White House. And Neil? Also Lincoln. Oh, man. Um, Actually... Lincoln is notorious for haunting the White House, but in that particular room is Old Hickory, Andrew Jackson himself. Oh, man. Darn it. All right. The next question, number three, for spirits. In the movie Ghostbusters, the original 1984 version, The energy weapon used in weakening ghosts and capturing them is called what? Locked in. Locked in. I never did like that movie. Episode three. (laughs) Neil doesn't like Ghostbusters. What's wrong with ghosts? Neil, do you also not like Titanic or Forrest Gump? I love Forrest Gump. Uh, I saw Titanic once. It was okay. It's kind of long. Yeah, they can just cut to about halfway through. Just show me the ship hitting the iceberg <laughs> and let, let it play. Neil, are you locked in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. I didn't know we were waiting on me. Davo, what'd you put? I put down a proton pack. And Kells? I also wrote down Proton Pack. And Neil? I put down a Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> this is so rare. <laughs> yes, Kells and Davo got that one correct. And I feel like I have to explicitly say that Neil got that one wrong. Thanks. Yeah, let's savor that for just a second. <laughs> it won't last long. Okay, I'm done savoring. (laughs) Okay, question four. In the movie Casper... (laughs) No. (laughs) What is the name of the manor where Casper lives? And for two bonus points, who is the female star in that movie? I got two bonus points there, but I do not I have about the bonus points. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Kells, what would you come up with? Okay, I had no idea about um, where he lived, so I just, I wrote the What's Up Manor, and um, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> I believe Christina Ricci. Was the the female lead in that movie? All right, Davo, you're up. What'd you come up with? 
Oh, I I felt I knew it was Christina Ricci. I did not know the name of the manor house, so I went with Degrassi Manor. (laughs) (laughs) And Neil. I punted. Oh. What? On both? The bonus as well? I, I have no idea. I I barely registered that there was a Casper movie at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea who was in it. All right. The name of the manor was Whipstaff Manor. And oh, yeah, Whipstaff. And everybody knew that. Yes. and the female star was in fact christina ricci Mm -hmm. so neil what are the scores after that round uh that's a good question so so devo and kels both got two on that one right Mm -hmm. and i realized that i did not apply the scores for the last question in the last category which I think Kel's got Braille and Louie, so he got 12 points, and Debo and I both got 10. So that brings our totals to Kel's with 124, Devo with 142, and Neil with 150. Ooh. Ooh. They tightened up real good there. Yeah. All right, this last round. Please be sports. Oh, sorry, Kel's is okay. a different kind of spirit. So we're talking about booze here. Booze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question one. What simple ingredient is added to a martini to change it to a Gibson? I'm locked in. I have no idea I'm I don't drink them because they're gross. They are gross, except apple teenies are amazing. I never had one of those. <laughs> Dangerous. Okay, I'm locked in. Okay, Devo, what did you come up with? I had a, I had a notion that you are a a, a fine listener and a, a wonderful host, and I think you might be doing a shout-out here. I could be wrong, but I wrote down Pearl Onion. Okay. And Neil. I also said a cocktail onion. And Kells. I wrote down an olive. Well, Devo and Neil, you guys got that one correct. It is an onion or pearl onion. Who puts an onion in who puts an onion in a drink? The man who wants a Gibson. They're delicious. I am curious though, Devo, what what did you think that was a shout out to? That's a shout out to the very first episode we did. Oh. One of the things I, trivia nuggets float around like pearl onions in your brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I thought we we successfully quashed that, but apparently it's back. (laughs) It keeps coming back back to the top like an Uh, onion and a Gibson. It does. You know that old saying. Oh, my goodness. All right, question two. Although often confused with another alcohol, this alcohol actually has a worm in the bottle. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Neil. Mezcal. And Devo. 
Mezcal. And Kells. Mezcal. Points all around. It is Mezcal. All right. You guys ready for question three? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. What country is credited with inventing gin? Just to help you guys out a little bit, it was originally spelled J-E-N. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. So let's uh, let's just start with Davo. I can't remember who locked in first. I went with England. And Neil? The the clue you gave, the original being J-E-N, kind of sounded vaguely Nordic to me, so I guessed Sweden. And Kells. Oh, that's good. I went with Ireland. Okay. It, it was actually the Netherlands. Oh. So yeah. you're moving towards the right direction there, Neil. I was geographically closer, though. True. I was linguistically <laughs> closer. True. One English. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Actually, I don't know if that's true. And Kels, you were just way wrong. You were way, way wrong. Oh, my God. Really? You know where England is compared to Ireland, right? I'm a, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> making sure. All right. Question four. Our last question for this last round. What is the name for a pathological fear of alcohol or the pathological fear of becoming an alcoholic? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Neil, what'd you come up with? Boozophobia. (laughs) (laughs) And Kels? Uh, winophobia. And <laughs> Davo. That, that's fear of wine. Kells, come on. You think winos just drink wine? Thunderbird. Mm. <laughs> I uh, I said tipplephobic. Oh, Davo, why? Can you explain that one a little? Tipplephobic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a drink, you take you take a tipple, a little drink. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you're afraid of that little drink, so it's a little tipple. <laughs> Tipplephobia. Tipplephobic. All right. Sadly, as wonderful as all of your answers were, the actual answer is methophobia. Methophobia? Yeah, which. I thought that was fear of breaking bad. <laughs> fear of Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Methophobia. We we were a little confused about that one, too, when we were looking up these questions, but I'm thinking it comes from, like, methyl, like methyl alcohol. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Neil, what are the points after that round? After that round are 134 for Kells, 162 for Devo, and 170 for me. Okay. All right, this last category is... 
I didn't really give it a category and I tried to come up one, with one on the top of my head, but it's it's actually about famous deaths. <laughs> okay. You said, famous, you said deaths? Deaths, yes. Okay. I am wagered in. I feel like I know where you're going to go with that. Yeah, remembering the theme might help. I'm feeling good about that theme. Yeah, okay. I'm locked in with my wager. I'm locked in with mine. Okay. So, we're circling back now. And let's talk about Kurt Cobain. So, Kurt Cobain of Nirvana is sadly a member of the 27 Club, also known as Club 27. Can you name three other members of this club? Oh, uh, wait just one second, Bobble. Yes, it's your friendly podcasting fanatic. Here to shout out my trivia brothers from another mother, the Trivia Rogues. When you get a chance, pop on over to the Trivia Rogues and let Billy and the gang educate you on some things, Bobble. Funk on. And do remember to please look both ways before you cross my mind, baby. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. So let's start with uh, Davo. What were the three you came up with? Oh, with Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Amy Winehouse. And Neil? I went with Janice, Jimmy, and Jim Morrison. And Jimmy Hendrix and Janice Joplin. And Kells? Jimmy Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, and Jim Morrison. All right. So everyone got points on that one. It's just going to be up to the wagers. Who are the other members? That you guys collectively got the four other members. So we've got Amy Winehouse. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. So amongst the three of you. And Kurt Cobain. And, of course, and Kurt Cobain. That's it? I felt like it was more Well, than we could get like obscure after that, uh, but n- nobody was really like too famous on that list after that. Was, was Elliot Smith in that list? I had four more names in my research, just in case anybody came up with one of the obscure ones. I had Robert Johnson, okay. Alan Wilson, Brian Joe, Brian Jones, and Fat Pat. Who's Fat Pat? Oh, is that the uh, the Mamas and the Papa? <laughs> <laughs> I know he was a rapper. Fat Pat from Houston. Really? He was 27? I guess, I guess so. Oh. So, what were our wagers? Kels, what did you wager? I bet everything. Do you up to 268? I only bet 100, like a Nimrod. So. <laughs> she did 262. And I, I had a good feeling that I knew what the topic was going to be, and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get enough of them from the list. So I kind of did a middle of the road bet with 85. So the final scores are 
Kells with 268, Devo with 262, and me with 255. Close game. Way to go, Kells. Oh, good job, Kells. Oh, man. I'm really surprised I actually got that. That's the shock setting in. I never know what to bet. That's uh, If anybody out there can give me some betting advice, I never know what to bet. That's the hardest part for me. Well, if you're in last place, just throw it all out there. I get I get too, too gamey in my head. Like, if he bets this and I bet this, and then it's all those gazentas that get me, man. <laughs> I was thinking we might go to the, the Club 27 route. So I was like, I... <laughs> I know a few of them. And then I got two, and then I couldn't think of a third one for a while. I forgot about Amy Winehouse just because I never think about Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Boy, that makes all the sense I don't know if I've ever heard an Amy Winehouse song. You've heard Rehab well, she, before, right? Yeah, she was supposed to go off to Rehab, but she said no, no, no. No, no, no. Didn't no. ring a bell. Yeah. Well, Allison, thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys for having me on. You are a delight. Well, it's just a small dream come true, you know. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could help you achieve We're that like goal. the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> I'd make a, a trivia. I'm not wish. dying, Neil. I'm just pregnant. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> no, you're super pregnant. You're not just regular pregnant. Super you're pregnant. super pregnant. Yeah. Ultra mega pregnant. <laughs> so, would you like to come back on the show as a uh, guest? Okay. Test your trivia medal against us, or would you care to write another set of questions? Either, really. Or both. Either. Either oh, and right. both. Well, you are welcome anytime, and uh, your your little one is welcome as well. We'll get him. We'll get him started um, on the brain ladle lifestyle early. <laughs> Absolutely. That's terrifying. <laughs> Question one Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> so, from everybody here, we got Allison. Yes. Thanks for having me. Good night, everybody. We have Neil. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> have- that, was, that was a lyric. Um, that was from the song that we Yeah, I, we got you. Okay. I was right there with you. <laughs> and we have Kells. Uh, live from New York, it's Saturday night. Signing up. Uh, greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people. On Twitter, at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous, you can join a Patreon. Where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. I'm out. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.